Miss Honey. Okay. I'm gonna post, I'm gonna post my new set. It's called Trash. <laughs> circuit parties in the middle of pandemic are trash. trash. Who listened to it? The teddy bear? Trash. 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 <laughs> oh my god. Hello, 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 and welcome back to the Hardcore Honest Tea Podcast. Hold up. Oof. With me, your host, Logan Slaughter, also known as Logan Hardcore. Um, it's been a minute, girls. It's been a minute. You know, life has happened. Um, let's see. Uh, I went to Fire Island for a week, and I planned on bringing my recording stuff, but then I decided to really just give myself a week off. We will talk about that briefly here, and then I'll get into some more shit on the Patreon. But, um, and then my father was in and out of the hospital twice. Again, you know, that's neither here nor there. I kind of get more personal over on Patreon. So feel free to head on over there and search Hardcore Honest T, T E A. And you can sign up at the $5 level or the $20 level. Today, my spirit was moved and shooketh and. I was brought to my senses at seven in the fucking morning. So. What I don't have the patience for is anyone thinking that I give a fuck. So here's a funeral for the last fuck that I did maybe have in storage somewhere. Because, bitch, y'all are fucking exhausting. Here is a funeral for any bitch that thinks they're going to get in my DMs and spook me by saying, the internet is forever. You don't know who I know. I'm going to out you. Um, okay. To be quite honest, I've been very open and honest with every part of my life, so it would be shocking if you could really spook me. If you are wondering what this funeral and all of that hubba jubba was about, it was August 25th at 8 a.m. when I was told that I cannot say the word doll or use the term spirit animal. Uh, my God. Listen, I am all for learning, growing, being, and doing. What I am not going to do. Uh, hear me out right now. What I am not going to do is stop saying the word doll. I said what I said. 
what I said. Or the term spirit animal. I said what I said. Because bitch, I've been saying all of that since I was about eight when I didn't know what a transgender person was or an indigenous person is. Now, on top of you, this person, okay, you know what, let me just, we're going to name names today because I don't have the, I don't have the wherewithal to care. Let me open my DMs. Said person's name is the good Kush Tina. Why is it always the Tinas that got to get me right with the Lord? Huh? So... At 819, they sent me a meme saying, doll is a term exclusive to trans women. When will you learn? With a photo of Miley Cyrus. So, first of all, go fuck yourself. Second of all, doll, da-da-doll, doll, doll, doll. Doll, 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 doll house. Barbie's a doll. So are you going to tell me that the doll industry is exclusive for trans women? So... Then I said, I had a photo up that said, the doll is dusted. And she wrote back and said, you're not a doll if you're cis. And come on, unless you're indigenous, you don't got a spirit animal. Doll. I said, oh, Jesus, K okay, bye. And then I posted a story saying it's too early to be being trolled for using the words doll and spirit animal. Fuck off. And they wrote, nah, it's okay. I'm a Soviet Jew from Brooklyn. I make gentrifiers run. Want to see what trolls can really do? The Venus delight of Big Ange impersonators? Consider this a compliment because Big Ange didn't like gentrifiers either. Don't be bitter, just paint better. Okay, this is coming from some fucking booger boogaboo with less than a hundred, with less than a thousand followers in Brooklyn who has four pictures of them in drag, all of which look like the fucking bottom of my shoe at the end of the night. Girl, you got the wrong one. And if you're going to talk to... This is... Here we go. So, I am a lot of things. I'm naive. I've made mistakes. I've spoken out of turn. I've done all of this. I've also apologized. I've turned the work. I've donated. I've marched. I've done everything that I can do, especially to educate myself on how to be a better ally to many different communities. But what you can't do is say that I don't know how to paint. <laughs> because... If there's one thing that I probably have the best at in New York, it is painting. I can paint a fucking mug. So I said, you want to talk about my paint? It's immaculate. Meanwhile, you're looking like your face was done with kids' pics. Fuck off. Concealer lips? That's immaculate. And then this goes on and on and on. I mean, I went on with this for a couple hours. Um... Before just stopping. I, I don't have it in me. So the good Kush Tina. Uh, I can't. The, their entire profile is ads. And I guess she worked. She had one gig. At Rockaway Beach Brewing Company. I mean. There's literally four photos of her in drag. And she's. Just, she's gross. So there's that. Um, and that's what I've come to. I'm really at a place now where I'm going to say whatever the fuck I want to. More so than I did before. Because 
I can't live in a place where I walk on eggshells. It's just not the life I want to live. I've worked, I was silenced for so long. Um, let me rephrase that. I wasn't silenced. I was silent for a very long time because I was afraid that speaking out as a gay kid in a very redneck, white, Christian town would get me hurt. So I was very silent. Were you silenced or were you silent? Oprah, 20. 21. Um, but you know, in the words of Kylie Sonigna Love, I'm not letting my childhood trauma affect my adult decisions. So what I'm not going to do is have some fucking oatmeal brow troll come up on me and tell me someone who's built a platform and used it phenomenally for myself, for building a you know, gay media space, little brand to raising over, I think I donated almost $2,000, if not a little over last year to Black Trans Coalition. Um, you know, I've done the work and what I'm not going to have is some fucking faggot who doesn't have the balls to come to my face and say it probably doesn't have the toll to get from Brooklyn to me. Um, I, it, it's too much for me. So this doll is going to remember that my spirit animal is every outspoken bitch that's ever been. Um, with that, let's go back a little bit. So I went to Fire Island for a week with my father for my birthday. Um, and there were so many things that happened. Let's see. Um, I had two amazing show, three amazing shows. Okay, so if you were there, you know that, um... The Sunday that I was there, I was supposed to do a pool show in the Pines. Because the Ice Palace would not have me as a guest. That's what ended up transpiring. That's what I was told. Um, as to whom blocked my blessings, we still don't know. I'm going to say this, and I'm going to say it here, and it's not on the Patreon. So this is everyone can hear it. I supported the Ice Palace. I supported every girl there. I went to many shows. I spent money. I mean, as much as I could spend drinking seltzer, but I bought other people drinks. Like, all I meant to do say, in my opinion, That's my opinion! was that the Ice Palace is not visually appealing. Um, I continuously said to support the girls and all of that. I never meant for people to take that as don't go to the Ice Palace. For me, it was not in my cards, and I don't think that I will ever be reaching out to work there again um, if they want to reach out to me. But I think my bases are covered, and I'm done swinging that bat. With that being said, I did a show on Sunday with Sable Cities. We did a brunch at Cherry's, which was sold out. We had over 150 seats, and of course, the one day I have outdoor shows, it poured and we had to cut 72 seats um which sucked it was going to be their busiest brunch other than memorial and labor day um and then my show in the pines got moved into the pavilion and what i'm learning is everything's a blessing and to look at the positives and everything and all of that and that's what i did i got to have my father with me at two shows on fire island i got to 
feel the love of Fire Island again, and I will be posting a video soon of me doing a performance out there. It was just, I just got the link for it. It's phenomenal. And all in all, those two shows that day, I had a great time. Um, and Monday, Sable and I went to Kismet, which is one of the straight communities. And when I tell you I'm treated like royalty there, I am not joking. And also, shout out to the girls in Kismet that were like, we love your podcast. That's something that happened on this trip. I never knew how many people actually listened to this. <laughs> Like, it could have been five, it could have been 5,000, like, but so many people came up and said they loved the podcast. So that was in a moment where I really didn't know if this is something I want to continue pursuing or really focus on YouTube. It was something to push me to continue this because I know there's a love and support for it. Sable and I were treated like goddamn performers, as we should be treated everywhere we work. We were given an outdoor dressing room that they made for us and anything I needed, a fan, a mirror, a light, a bug zapper, everything was provided to me. So to the team at the Kismet Dive and Taylor, the manager, I adore you and Frankie, the new owner. I had such a great time to the crowd. It was so it felt like I wasn't in pandemic for a minute. We're outdoors. It's an outdoor show. And at the end, I said, let's all just get up and dance. Like, don't worry about tipping. Let's just have a good fucking time. And me and Sable did a seven-minute Spice Girls mix. And everyone was on the stage, on the tables. Like, it was just wholehearted, wholesome, good fun that I have not had in a long, long time. On top of that, I got to spend some quality time with my best sister, Miss Brenda Darling. Like... I haven't seen Brenda in almost two years. And, you know, there was a lot of conversation to be had. My life has completely changed. And, you know, um, she's growing and doing some things on the side other than drag. And I just couldn't be more proud of my friend and happy to finally be able to sit with my friend face to face and give a hug. And, you know, it, there's friendships that you just continue and you don't have to see each other every day. But Brenda and I made a promise to continue to, you know, be more present. And that's a two-way street. And I definitely wasn't driving down my side of the street for a while. So there's nothing I love more than just knowing that no matter what, certain friendships are always family. And so I got to do that. I was really in bed by 9.30 every night. Um, there was one night I stayed out till 11. Ooh. Um, we were listening to Marissa Corvo. She was on The Voice on Team Gwen. And she was performing at the Ice Palace. And we literally were just acting like we were at a concert. It was a good time, a hoot and a holler. And bitch, you know, one thing I promised I would do was listen to my instincts. And when it was time to go, it was time to go. And I'm doing very well with that. Um, you know, I think a lot of... I believe a lot of people are probably like the sobriety it's a lot but you know what i openly flaunted how much i drank i openly flaunted how much i did drugs i openly you know i visually see everyone flaunt their shit why can't i flaunt my sobriety that's the next question because every it's not me judging you you can drink and do all the fucking drugs you want to do but when it annoys or bothers me that's when it is now a part of me. When you're drunk, 
and messy and affecting me, that's a problem. If you're doing drugs and becoming a mess and you're a part of my core group and all of that, like I'm not saying that's happened, but that will bother me. I have friends that drink a lot. And let me tell you something, they don't bother me because they know their limits and they know what they do. And I'm going to drink, I'm going to drink, I'm going to drink, and then I'm going to go to bed. But it's people that don't know their limits that kind of get me in a, in a tizzy. Um, let's see. What else? You know, it's just, I feel like I've been gone for so long. I've been gone for so long and I'm... Um, cha, um, cha, um. Um, I promise I am going to get together with the House of Medusa. I have to send an email after this. We are going to be working on some audio stuff. I hear that Daniel Nardiccio's opening a podcasting space in Hell's Kitchen that at night is going to be a club. Um, I would love to talk to him a little bit more about that. Um, I don't know if Daniel Nardiccio is a fan of mine after the year of tyrants I went on on Fire Island, but, you know, it was weird to be out in Fire Island. It was especially weird to perform in the Pines, somewhere that I really lasered in on and called shit out on. But you know what? Every chair was full. There was people standing. There was people sitting in the very back of the pavilion on the other steps. You know, we made do with what we had. And um, I'm a year older. Um, my birthday wasn't a... I'm a year older, darlings. My birthday's usually a drug-fueled drinking extravaganza and always has been. Um, and this year I played board games. And it was phenomenal. My f best friend Renee and I sat and played seven hours of Rummy Cube before she annihilated me and my husband Todd at Monopoly by only owning seven properties, four of which were railroads. So, you know... I got to have my father out of the hospital for my birthday. My husband got me a beautiful Gucci bag. You know, because he supports my lifestyle because I don't make my own money. Um, That's my opinion! <laughs> DJ Meth Teddy. Um, you know, I'm very blessed. I'm, I'm finding myself understanding my blessings and being very full of... Gratitude for all the good things and the bad things, because the bad things turn into good things in the long run. And I am just there. I'm back on track. I will probably, go going forward, I will most likely be releasing episodes on Thursday because I can record Wednesday night before my meeting. Mm, bringing it all back to sobriety. Oh my God, let's see if there's any new reviews. <laughs> Girl, this is always just looking for trouble. Always. This is just always not looking for good things. Oh. All right, here we go. Here's a good new one. One star. Been a fan since the reviews with Maddox, and I'm not enjoying the bitterness, and I'm sorry, but your moment of being... Your moment of fame being your interview with Joey is not good. Not a Reddit troll. Well, thank you, Mil DeFelice. That's very kind of you. I mean, my God. Girl, now these things aren't even in order. I gotta like scroll to see what's new and what's not. This is too much for me. Um, 
The tea is hot. I love Logan is out in the streets telling it like it is. Thank you, A. Jordan. Uh, let's see here. The Great Adventure episode was hilarious. Hope you're doing well. I hope Logan continues to share on his sobriety. Oh my god, we're almost at 150 reviews. If you guys could keep the reviews coming, that would be great on Apple Podcasts. Um, I do have some codes for some things coming up. I don't want to do it this episode. But just know, please go over to the Patreon and search Hardcore Honesty. That is where we kind of dive a little deeper into some things and, you know... I get a little more open over there, although we do have a leak in there, and I know who it is, and <laughs> Miss Mama, what a gag. <laughs> All right, thank you guys. I will be releasing on Thursdays going forward. Leave a review, five stars, one if you're a cunt, and remember, always be a doll and always have a spirit animal. <laughs>